Hi, and welcome to More Human, More Resources, the HR podcast for entrepreneurs. I'm Vicki Brown, your host and CEO of Vidominale Enterprises. As a serial entrepreneur, I understand that having the right expert help has been critical to my success. That's why I'm dedicated to telling you, in plain language, what's going on in the world of HR that might impact your business and what you need to do about it with real actionable tips to help you master that list of must-dos and grow your leadership muscle. First things first, the information contained in this podcast is provided for general purposes only and is not to be considered legal advice. Your decision to adopt or not adopt any practice or procedure mentioned in this podcast is solely yours and we bear no responsibility for the outcome. We urge you to always consult legal counsel and other appropriate licensed professionals. And with that, let's get into the show. You're listening to Season 4, Episode 4. Hey, I bet you've heard about it. Those employee benefit programs that aren't medical, dental, vision, or life insurance, and they have those weird names, FSA, HRA, HSA. Well, in this episode, I'm going to give you the skinny on one that has been coming up a lot with clients lately the HSA. An HSA, or health savings account, is a plan where an individual can put aside pre-tax dollars to use on qualifying medical expenses, things like co-pays and prescribed medicine and medical equipment. In English, it allows your employee to do just what it sounds like. They can set up a savings account at a regular bank and use it to basically reimburse themselves for out-of-pocket medical costs. So, if I have an HSA and I pay, say, $35 for my doctor's visit, I can submit a claim and reimburse myself from the money I put in my HSA. Okay, I can hear you saying, but what is the good of reimbursing yourself with your own money? Well, that's because when you put that money in the account, it came out of your paycheck before taxes. Yep, that's right. You aren't taxed on the money you put in your HSA. So, you can imagine how much that might help if you have large medical bills, or even small medical bills, because when it comes to taxes, every little bit helps, right? Now, because there are tax savings, you know that means the IRS is involved. And when the IRS is involved, there are guidelines. So, here are some of the guidelines. You have to be enrolled in a high-deductible health plan to open an HSA, and you're only allowed to contribute up to a certain amount. Now, as I mentioned a minute ago, in order to take advantage of a health savings account, it has to be paired with an eligible medical plan. And not all medical plans are HSA eligible. The ones that are usually have HSA in the name, like Anthem PPO HSA or Aetna HSA Plan XYZ. HSA plans generally have higher deductibles than other plan offerings, and you'll generally pay more for care. But the reason they're designed that way is because of how a health savings account is used. All right, let's dive into how a health savings account works. Now, keep in mind that different companies may have slightly different plans. Some have a company contribution component and some don't. Some have a specific bank or financial institution they want you to set your plan up with. And some let you use whatever bank you choose. So remember, this is just an example. All right. First, the employee has to be enrolled in an HSA-eligible medical plan. 
Then they would go to any financial institution of their choice to set up a health savings account. For instance, if they wanted to use Bank of America, they actually have an application form online that the employee can use to start the HSA process. And I'm sure it works much the same way with most financial institutions. Once they've set up their account, then they have to notify the payroll department so they can make the proper deductions from the employee's paycheck, kind of like a direct deposit. Then, as the employee incurs HSA-eligible expenses, they can file a claim with the bank against their health savings account. Now, different banks may handle things a bit differently. Some may let the employee write a check or transfer money directly from their health savings account. The critical piece to remember here is that one, the employee is responsible for making sure the service they're getting reimbursed for is actually HSA eligible. Because if it isn't, the IRS may deny them when the person does their taxes. And two, the employee is also responsible to make sure they don't go over the contribution limits. And because the contribution limits look at married couples as a single tax unit, it's a good idea for them to review things with their accountants so they can be sure they aren't going over the limit. All right, I know all these letters can get confusing, HSA, HRA, FSA. As a matter of fact, people get the FSA and the HSA confused all the time. They can both provide reimbursement for medical and medically related expenses, but they have some crucial differences. First off, the employee owns their health savings account. The funds and the account move with them from job to job. With FSAs, they're employer specific. And if the person were to leave that position after a runoff period, the funds are no longer available to them. Next, employees can change their HSA contribution amount at any time during the year. That is not the case with FSAs. Once they've selected their contribution level, it can't go up or down until the next enrollment period, which is usually a year away. With HSAs, employees have an unlimited amount of time to reimburse themselves. They can withdraw the money for eligible expenses at any time that they want. However, with FSAs, they have to submit reimbursement receipts by a specific deadline. It's a use or lose it account. And importantly, particularly for small businesses, the money that's pledged to an FSA has to be immediately available to that employee. Meaning that if I say I'm going to contribute $5,000 to my FSA, but in February I have major surgery, even though I haven't had enough time in the year to contribute the full $5,000 to the account, I have to be able to withdraw it immediately, all of it. And I'll give you a guess as to who's covering the uncontributed balance. Yep, the employer has to cover. So if the employee has only contributed $300 so far, the employer has to put up the remaining $4,700. Now, on the flip side, if the employee pledges $5,000 to the plan and they only use $3,000 that year, then they lose the remaining $2,000 to the plan. So FSAs are use it or lose it in the strongest sense of the phrase. Hopefully that helped crack the surface of what a health savings account is and how you use one. Now, as with all the plans we've mentioned, just check with your insurance benefits broker. They'll guide you through the maze and help you get everything set up. If you found this information helpful, please leave a review and tell a friend. Thanks for spending the time. Until next week, same time, same place.